The following podcast contains adult material. It is not suitable for anyone under the age of 18. This content is not safe for work. If you are a pro clutcher, a prude, or a pious type, just don't listen. You're listening to There Are No Nice Guys, a podcast about divorce, dating, sex, and what happens when single women realize there are no nice guys. I am your host, Laura Coronado. Thank you for joining me. Welcome to another episode of There Are No Nice Guys. Today, the topic is dating coaches, life coaches, and relationship coaches. Oh my. If you wonder why I keep doing that, that's from the Wizard of Oz. It was uh, lions and tigers and bears. Oh my. And dating is already a confusing scene and going through life coaches and dating coaches and relationship coaches can be a lot like walking through a haunted forest. Between podcasts, Instagram, and especially TikTok, all the dating life and relationship coaches are serving up audio and video content chock full of advice, tips, and insights. Being fed free advice should be something to be grateful for. But many times the advice seems toxic. Other times, the advice conflicts with one another. If you're already feeling lost and confused as a single person, all of this activity can leave your head reeling and spinning. Who do you listen to? Whose advice can you trust? And most importantly, who should you hire to help you with your dating life? Whose six-week course should you enroll in? Since before I started this podcast, I have been studying dating, life, and relationship coaches. I've signed up for their newsletters, I've purchased their ebooks, I've taken their webinars. I did all of this with the intent that one day I would present to you who was best at what and make my recommendations, like which courses you should take or which dating coach you should hire. But that's not how it worked out for me. What I learned in my research is that about half of the dating life and relationship coaches out there are just fucking awful. They're offering terrible advice and overcharging for access to it. And most of all, these coaches, both the good ones and bad ones, are not even educated in psychology. Look, a lot of the issues addressed when it comes to dating, life, and relationship coaches boils down to mental health. When it comes to that, your mental health, you should only trust the hands of an educated and experienced professional. I mean, with five seasons of a divorce, dating, and sex podcast under my belt, I could easily call myself a dating coach and charge you a fee for a couple of one-on-one sessions. But without the proper psychological and counseling education and experience, I would feel like a fraud. Like 
if I was taking advantage of your naivete. And that's why I wanted to do this episode. I'm concerned about some of the really bad advice I've seen floating around on Instagram and TikTok. And I'm worried that y'all are spending money on services that aren't really going to help you. So before we go any further down this rabbit hole, let me say this. There are some good dating, life, and relationship coaches out there. A few, but not many. But a few are actually degree counselors and clinical psychologists. I feel good about you taking advice from them. Among the ones that don't have a graduate diploma, some of them still provide solid advice, especially those who encourage things like self-love, self-acceptance, embracing your inner power, etc. However, the truth is that no dating, life, and or relationship coach can replace the support and insight you will get from private therapy. Before I continue to lecture my advocacy for private therapy, let me first define each type of coach, dating, life, and relationship. A dating coach is someone who will focus on your dating skills. So they can work with you on things like how to put yourself out there and where to go to meet people, your conversation skills, your self-presentation skills, and even your confidence. Life coaches touch on some of those things too, like confidence and self-presentation, but they take it beyond just dating and help you claim goals and uncover and tackle obstacles. It's my personal belief that a life coach who isn't already a degreed mental health professional will suggest that you see one in addition to hiring them. And that's what an honest life coach should do. A relationship coach, obviously, is meant to help you with relationships, but you don't have to be coupled up to benefit from one. Relationship coaches often do work with individuals who need assistance with learning from their past relationships in order to ensure the success of their next one. Relationship coaches are often those same people on TikTok and Instagram who talk about your attachment style. Like I said, most of these coaches did not earn a degree or have experience in psychology or counseling. And that worries me. See, most of what is creating the chaos in our individual dating lives and in our relationships are our own emotional issues, which result from past traumas. This is why I believe you're better off with a state certified mental health professional as opposed to a coach. However, it's not so easy, is it? See, that's what coaches are counting on. Because when you get down to it, it's super easy to hire a dating, life, or relationship coach. But it's not so easy 
to get mental health therapy. Access to mental health care requires access to health insurance or access to enough funds to pay for it, right? Well, let's talk about costs. If you have health insurance, your mental health visits may cost anywhere from $25 to $75 for a specialist copay. If you're paying out of pocket, it could cost anywhere from $100 to $300 or more per 45-minute to one-hour visit. I personally pay out-of-pocket $100 per hour. This doesn't go toward my deductible or anything. There's no insurance involved. But let's keep something in mind, though. Coaches, they're not free either. Whether you're looking to hire one to work with you one-on-one, enroll in a webinar, or attend a retreat, in the end, the fees you pay to hire a dating, life, or relationship coach will probably add up to the same amount as paying a therapist. I recently saw a relationship coach charging $3,000 for his nine-week relationship course. I mean, if you have $3,000 to spend on improving your relationships, why not hire a therapist? And at least with a therapist, the sessions are customized specifically for your needs. Coaches, more than likely, work from a templated model for each client, which they should, that keeps things streamlined, simplified, and cost-effective for them. But there is nothing streamlined about mental health therapy, which is customized to your specific needs. You are unique, and you're not like anyone else. Your past traumas are not like anyone else's either. They belong to you and you alone. And if they're disrupting your happiness, creating challenges in your dating life and relationships, well, don't you want someone walking you through that in a way that is specific to you and not enrolling in some course that any person could take? This is why I want to encourage you to prioritize mental health therapy over hiring coaches because the therapy, the work in the sessions that you'll do are customized to meet your needs. It's your journey, not some cookie cutter templated course designed to help any client that hires them. When I walked into my current therapist's office, well, first of all, I hired her specifically because she specializes in trauma. And I knew that my childhood trauma was the cause of my hyper-independence, which I'm recovering from now. But it was causing me to pick the worst men to date. So really, I got into therapy to analyze my dating life. It took only a few sessions for me to realize that my dating life was the least important thing of all. Fuck all those douchebags I'd been dating. What was important was getting to know me, breaking patterns and establishing new ones. 
my sessions went from talking about the man I had married and the subsequent men I dated afterward to talking about myself. And frankly, I am so much more interesting and important than those past men. Fuck those dudes. This self-analysis is so much more beneficial to me and solves so many more problems aside from those challenges that were wreaking havoc on my dating life. Like, my life is bigger than dating. And now that I'm focused on all of the emotions and behaviors and every aspect of my life, including dating, all of it is so much more manageable. In the end, I don't want to discourage you from hiring a dating life or relationship coach. I just want to convince you to prioritize hiring a mental health professional first. Then after months of therapy, I see nothing wrong with hiring a dating coach to show you how to get the most out of dating apps or a life coach to help you strengthen your social skills or a relationship coach to give you tips on communicating your needs to someone you love. I think it's smart to use coaching as a supplement to your ongoing mental health care. In fact, this whole time that I've been seeing a therapist, I have taken so many seminars, webinars, and workshops about feminine energy, attracting love, sensuality, and more. I've even had my astrological chart completed. I've had my chakras read, and I hired a spiritual healer to talk to angels and give me some signs. So I get it. I understand the need to depend on specialists and coaches to help you along your dating journey, but use them to supplement your sessions with the therapist, not replace them. Now, speaking of workshops about femininity and sensuality, here's a special message from my friends at Keeping It Casual. Hey, Keepers! It's MJ. And Brie! Have you heard the big news? You mean about the Keeping It Casual Sensuality Workshops? We've been working on these for almost a year with private groups. And now we're taking them global! This is the new girls' night out. Or afternoon delight experience. We'll be infusing a sensual yoga flow with a cocktail. Or mocktail. And enticing conversation and sexy games. To drop into an upcoming workshop or book a private group of Head to keepingitcasualpodcast.com. Let's do it. Let's do it. I took the sensuality class with MJ and Brie recently, and it included yoga and women's support group afterward, where we like openly shared our thoughts and experiences about sensuality. Enrolling in these types of workshops helps me to continue and extend the work I'm doing in therapy. I mean, I only see my therapist once or twice a month. In between sessions, I need workshops, seminars, and coaches. Again, they supplement my mental health care, not replace it. Okay, so now you're convinced, right? You're going to hire a therapist and work with them before you hire a coach. So how do you know you're hiring the right one? 
Well, first of all, analyze the advice you see them giving on their reels and videos. I cannot stand coaches who offer the most insipid, banal, and useless advice, such as, I'll show you which text message to send him that'll drive him wild. Or, how to dress to attract a rich man. Or, what to do or say when he won't commit. It's so toxic. Listen, any person who encourages you to not simply be you is an asshole and is misleading you. You shouldn't be playing games when you're dating. You should be authentically connecting even if you're just casually dating. Any coach encouraging you to play games is giving you bad advice. So, spoiler alert. There is no magical text message that will drive him wild and make him fall in love with you. And you should be wanting to attract more than just a rich man. And if that's all you're looking for, well, then you deserve the asshole you end up with. There are no magic words to say to a man who won't commit. If he won't commit, he doesn't like you. Stop seeing him and make room in your life for a man who does like you. Whether it's a dating coach, a life coach, or a relationship coach, their advice should always be about you and your behaviors and emotions. These are the things you actually have control over. You can't control men. Their advice should be optimistic, encouraging, and realistic. Also, their costs should be reasonable. If you're late on your mortgage because you paid a dating coach instead, you're doing life wrong. Please do not go into debt for coaching sessions. That is ridiculous. Lastly, trust your gut. Listen to last week's episode, episode 40. I talk about using intuition to profile men. But really, you can use your intuition to profile anyone, including people you're hiring. Even if there's no evidence to prove the intuitive messages you're receiving, don't hire that coach if you're getting a bad vibe. I'm telling you, a lot of them don't know what they're doing, or they're overcharging, or they're just offering really bad advice. Just do your research and read reviews, just like you would do if you were buying a new skin moisturizer. I really hope this episode helps you out. Because I don't want to see you waste money on coaches who may not be able to help you. And I don't want you to neglect your mental health. Because really, whatever solutions to the problems you face in your dating life that you're looking for can be found within your mentality, emotions, and behavioral patterns. In other words, the answers you seek can be found within you. It's just like Glenda the Good Witch told Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. You've always had the power within you. Come back next week, please. I'll be interviewing an intuitive counselor by the name of Dr. Hara. She wrote a book called Committed, Finding Love and Loyalty Through the Seven Archetypes. Until then, please remember, don't date Republicans. Freak, 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 fre